I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Being a woman is not a choice. Being a woman is biological. Great all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. Two questions I get asked the most. Number one, Dre, is there a way that I can talk to you on a regular basis for accountability to make sure I'm staying consistent and to get help with any challenges I may have ongoing? And number two, Dre, are you going to write any more books? Answer to both of those questions are yes and hell yes. Let me tell you how you can do both in one shot. I want you to go to workonyourgameuniversity.com where you have the option of getting my Bulletproof Bulletin, which is my monthly magazine that I'm sending out every single month to everyone who is a member of my university, where every month I'm writing new material that is fresh game for you to work on your personal growth and your business growth. I'm going to send that physically in your mailbox every single month. Again, that's called the Bulletproof Bulletin. That is for everybody who is a member of my university at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now you have another option while you're right there on that page. You can also join my mastermind. This is where you can talk to me on a regular basis. I mean, every single week, you're going to get a live training from me. I answer all questions. We handle all challenges and hold each other accountable. That is inside of my Bulletproof Mastermind. It's the second level of my university where, as I just said, every week I have a live training where I'm going to teach on a subject that melds personal development and business development where we get straight to the point. No bullshit, no fluff, no filler material. I take the complex challenges that you're dealing with right now and I simplify them in a bite-sized way, just like I do here on the show every single day. Now, you can get all the information and all the details about both of these programs and all the bonuses that I didn't even mention because, by the way, I took all the courses that I've ever created. I have a course on how to use your social media story for maximum impact. I have a course called Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 that is my deepest material on mental toughness, discipline, leadership, and communication skills. I have a course called People Skills on building rapport and leading other people as well as leading yourself and how you can get your point across to others. I have a course called Content Machine about creating content that will help you lay the foundation for building your brand the same way that I've done and that I continually do. I have a course called Toughen Up, one called Unapologetic, one called Sell Yourself. I have another course called 25 Hours about time management and time control. I have a 30 Days of Discipline course, an ASAP Confidence course, and a bunch of other courses. I'm not even going to list them all because this audio clip will be too long if I list everything. All of those bonuses I'm throwing in for free as you become a member of my university and of my mastermind. All the information, all your options, and you can get started right now by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Again, that is workonyourgameuniversity.com if 
you a want to know if i'm going to write anymore yes i am i'm going to write as a matter of fact every month i'm going to send you a new copy of my magazine with fresh new material for you to keep your game focused sharp and on point and b you want to work with me directly you want to be able to talk to me every week get your questions answered get your challenges handled and network and build relationships and connect with community of like-minded professionals who are serious about their game like you are all of that happens in my bulletproof mastermind all information and you're going to get started by going to work on your game university.com right now you are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to occur. And on top of all this, you're to use those a personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. Then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella, one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, today's topic, everybody, I need to, I shouldn't have to, but I need to, I need to speak up for the female athletes out there. That's what I'm going to do here on today's episode of the show. And I'll explain to you why, why I shouldn't have to be doing this, why I do have to do it, and exactly what the topic is about in one moment. But first of all, before we get to that, I want to remind everybody that I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day to anyone who would like to receive it. All you need to do to receive that text is to raise your hand by letting me know that you want to receive it by texting me at my text number, which is 305-384-6894. Send me a text at that number right now. Then every day you will be receiving my daily motivation text message. Again, that number 305-384-6894, free of charge, straight to your phone every single day, guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point every day. Now, today's topic, I told you that I had to speak up in defense of, I got to speak up and be a voice for the voiceless, (laughs) for the female athletes out there who actually are not voiceless, but many of them are uh, feigning voicelessness. Some of them actually have real voicelessness. There's a certain, there's a, a small segment of female athletes who have actual voicelessness right now because there is a anvil hanging over their head, a guillotine hanging over their necks if they were to use their voices. But it's a very, very small group. And I'll get to who that is in a moment. But then all the rest of them, either the athletes themselves or all of you who consider yourselves advocates for female athletes are not speaking up for these female athletes. So for the female athletes out there who do feel actually voiceless because there is a considerable repercussion to be faced for you speaking up on what I'm going to speak on today. I understand you. I'm going to speak up on your behalf here today. I'm disappointed that I need to be recording this episode because for several reasons, and I'm going to make sure all of you will understand exactly why I'm recording this in one moment. First of all, I told you in episode number 1819, I told you that I am not woke. Woke being defined as a person who is very attuned to and pays a lot of sharp attention to any type of injustices, specifically injustices involving race. Nowadays, I guess we can group in gender with that. Any type of inequities or inequalities, and person who's always paying attention to that stuff and pointing it out and making news of it as if something's wrong with it. I am not that person, okay? But there are a lot of woke mofos out there, a lot of you woke motherfuckers out there. Some of you listen to this show, and some of you know some of these people who made a lot of noise over the last few years about any type of injustice, real or imagined, social this, injustice that, inequity this, speaking out, using my platform, all these things that people talked about. Some of your favorite athletes, 
some of your favorite entertainers, some of your favorite politicians, some of your favorite people, and some of you individuals who are listening to this right now made a lot of noise about your wokeness over the last few years about how you point out all of these inequities and injustices and you're in silence is violence and injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere, quoting Martin Luther King and posting on your Instagrams and your Twitters. A lot of people made a lot of noise about this shit and all of them are quiet on this topic today that I have appointed myself because nobody else wants to do it. I have appointed myself as a person who's going to speak up on behalf of the female athletes on this specific topic. Now, let me tell you what the topic is. There is a swimmer named Leah Thomas, L-I-A Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S. You should Google Leah Thomas while I'm talking right now. If you have no idea who Leah Thomas is, you should Google this person right now while I'm talking so that you can learn a little bit about this situation. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know, but you can Google Leah so that you know that I'm not making this up. Leah Thomas right now, as of this recording, her career may be something may have happened by the time you hear this, but as of this recording, Leah Thomas is a swimmer on the University of Pennsylvania's swimming team, the women's swimming team. She's a senior on the swim team. Leah Thomas is actually doing very well in swimming this year. Leah Thomas is actually kicking ass in the swimming pool, basically mopping up the basin of the pool with the other swimmers and the other women swimmers in the Ivy League or wherever else University of Penn is competing against in swim meets this year. Now, why the hell is Dre Baldwin, basketball player, not a swimmer, never talked about swimming before on this show. Why the hell is Dre Baldwin talking about a swimmer on the UPenn swim team in today's episode? And what does the hell does this have to do with speaking up for female athletes? I'm going to tell you why right now. Because Leah Thomas, for those of you who don't know, just until last year was Matthew Thomas. I'm pausing there just to make sure you understand what I'm saying. Leah Thomas female on the UPenn swim team, women's team, just a year ago, and for the previous three years, was Matthew Thomas, a man on the men's swim team at the University of Pennsylvania. So now, maybe it makes a little bit more sense to you how and why Leah Thomas is kicking ass all over the swimming pool for the women's team at the University of Pennsylvania. This is happening right now at the University of Pennsylvania in the Ivy League in the NCAA. Now, some of you might be wondering, and I'm going to pose this question and in today's episode, I'm going to answer it. Why have you never heard of Leah Thomas until I told you today? Just a day ago from when I'm recording this, I sent a text message out to a couple of friends of mine in a group text that I'm in. And I asked them, how do y'all feel about that man who's on the women's swim team at the University of Pennsylvania? And two people responded and said, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? And I told them and they both responded with surprise because they had never heard of this story. They knew nothing about what was going on. And that's part of the reason why I need to record this here today. I'm not a swimmer. I do not follow swimming. And I'm not about to become a swimmer. And I'm not about to start following swimming. But this is not about swimming. This is a topic because Leah used to be Matt, three years on the men's team, now dominating on the women's team. And no one is talking about this. And when I say no one, I don't mean you specifically talking about it. What I mean is the woke people who made a whole lot of noise about how injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. The woke people who screamed and shouted for rights for people of color. They screamed and shouted about Asian hate, quote unquote, who screamed and shouted about things like anti-Semitism whenever they want to accuse someone of it, who screamed and shouted about women's rights and about women's equality and about how it's time for women to take the lead and we need to give and women are just as good as men or all the things about women equality, race equality, 
everything equal, 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 equal everything. Those same people have been very, very quiet on this point because I know that you listen to other things and other people other than just me and this show. Have you heard anyone talking about this one? I'll wait and you can supply me some names if you have, because I haven't. The female athletes who made a lot of noise about female equality, the athletes who play in sports like the WNBA, leagues like the WNBA, and they make noise about how, well, how are the NBA players making this much money, but the WNBA players are making this much money. But we know the logical, reasonable answer, which is the NBA just generates more revenue than the WNBA. But WNBA players seem to ignore that fact. And they just want to say, well, look, the male players are making more money than the female players. Or there was a coach, a female, who got hired to coach in the WNBA this year. Her name is Becky Hammond. Becky played in the WNBA years back. She retired. She became a coach. She became an assistant coach in the NBA. And people thought she might get a job in the NBA, but instead she got hired off the bench in the NBA as an assistant. She got hired as a head coach in the WNBA. And she got a really big salary. Her salary is bigger than that of any of the players in the WNBA. And some WNBA players have made noise about the fact that the coach is making more money than the players. So they are clearly still aware of these things. They're clearly still woke. They're clearly still pointing out injustices and inequities. Why is nobody talking about this one here where you got a man? who was just a man just a year ago, was a man, now has decided to become a woman and is beating all the women's asses in a woman's sport and nobody's saying a word. Is this acceptable? Is this okay? I don't think so. And that's why I'm speaking on it. And I believe if I'm wrong, you can let me know, female athletes, female athlete advocates, if any of you are listening to this show, if I'm wrong about this, please let me know. Send me a text. And I'm not being sarcastic here, send me a text and let me know if you think I'm wrong about this. Or if you need to say more than can fit in the text, send me an email. My email is dre at dreallday.com. And again, I'm not joking. Reach out to me if I'm wrong on what I'm going to say here today. I believe that some of you, many of you, as a matter of fact, do not think this is okay. You do not advocate a man deciding that he is now a woman and then kicking women's asses in a women's sport and nobody saying anything. The school, the University of Pennsylvania has co-sign this. They have done more than co-sign it. They have explicitly come out and said they support Leah Thomas being what she, he is and dominating in that sport. The women's swim team at University of Pennsylvania, some, we're going to get to them in a minute, but what about everybody else who seems to want to point out every injustice they can find, even if it has nothing to do with their area of expertise, but they're quiet on this one. This is the reason why I'm recording this here today. Point number one. Today's topic, once again, is Dre has to speak up for female athletes simply because nobody else is doing it. So let me do it. Point number one, let's be clear. I want everybody who's listening to this show to be 100% clear on exactly where I stand. I want to make sure I'm being fully transparent so that you know who you're listening to and what you're listening to, and you know exactly where I stand on this subject. So you can choose whether to keep listening or you can choose to find the exit. Here it is. If you are born a boy, i.e., you are born with a penis, you can only play male sports, period. Any questions? Is there anyone confused about where Dre Baldwin and Work On Your Game Incorporated stands on this subject? If you are born with a penis, you are relegated to playing male sports unless, unless a new genre of sports is created where you got, you got men's and women's sports right now. So if they create transgender sports and anybody who's trans can just play in that lane, okay, then you can play trans sports. But for now, as long as we have male and female sports, you are relegated to male sports. And now if you want to live on a day-to-day basis as a woman, fine, but you cannot play women's sports. 
I don't mind someone being transgender. If you want to be transgender, you've been a man for 30 years and on year 31, you decide you're a woman, fine by me. But you're not allowed to play women's sports. If you've been a man for five years and you decide when you turn six that you want to be a girl and this kind of shit is happening. I don't know if it's happening at six years old, but we have seen people who have we've seen humans who are very young, not even adult age, deciding that they want to be a different gender. And they're living as that different gender. Their parents are co-signing this, even putting it out there into the world. Dwayne Wade, one of my favorite basketball players when I was playing, his child decided to go from being a boy to being a girl. And Dwayne Wade and his wife, they made noise about this. They went and took a social media victory lap about this. And I'm not judging them, but I'm pointing that out as an example. That kid was like 11, 12 years old, decided to go from being a boy to being a girl. I don't remember what the name of the child was. But that happened. And this is a prominent person who allowed their child to do this because they had to allow their parents. So this is happening. If you want to live as a female and you're a male, you were a male, but you want to live as a female. Fine by me. If you're a female, you don't live as a male. I am fine with that as well. I have nothing against transgenderism if that's the life that you choose to live. As long as it is 100 percent your choice. Fine by me. Personally, I would tell someone you got to become an adult before you make that decision. But I ain't everybody's parents. And it ain't my business what someone else does under their roof. But if they put it out into the world, then I got the right to speak on it because you put it out there for everybody to comment on it. This is how it works. But if you're born with a penis, you play male sports. That's the only sport you're allowed to play, male sports for the rest of your life. Whatever you want to do outside of sports, I don't care. There is no amount of hormone ingestion, no amount of therapy, whatever type of therapy there is, no amount of surgery that makes you a woman if you were born a male. And what makes you a male is not how you feel. It is not what you decide. What makes you a male is the fact that you are born with male genitalia. If you are born with a penis and testicles, you are a male. If you are born with a vagina, you are a female. That's where I stand. Anyone have a question about that? I'm not asking you to have a problem with it. I'm not asking if you agree. I'm asking does anybody have a question to which you do not understand what I just said. Now I'm on the record. Everybody got that? Okay. Being a woman is not a choice. Being a woman is biological. This is science. For the last two plus years, we've been having people browbeat us with the phrase, follow the science. Now, all of a sudden, now science gets thrown out the window. Now people don't want to follow science anymore because it's not fitting their narrative or fitting their ideology or fitting what they choose to believe. Science is not based on what you choose to believe. Science is for in many places, science, there's a scientific method to looking at things. And science is biologically, the genitalia you're born with determines whether you're male or female, period. Your sex, your gender orientation. I get confused with all these words. All right. So when I say gender here today, I'm talking about your genitalia, whether you're a boy or a girl, all right, with your penis or your vagina. That's what I'm referring to. So gender, sex, whatever the word is, I'm, that's the word that I'm using here today. So everyone's clear, just in case I may be using it in a way that is different from how you use it. But nobody is confused about what I'm saying. Are you? Okay, good. If you are born as a male, you choose to cross dress and be a woman. As I said, that is fine. But no female sports. You are not allowed in. This has nothing to do with how well that male turned female performs in the sport. So if Leah Thomas was just average against female swimmers, that would not make it any more okay. That would not ameliorate the situation. If Leah Thomas was coming in last, that wouldn't make it okay. If Leah Thomas was the worst swimmer on the UPenn swim team, but was still on the team, it would still not be okay because Leah Thomas 
does not belong on the women's swim team because Leah Thomas slash Matthew is a man, is not a female. The reason why this has become, it came to my attention because Leah Thomas was winning. If you didn't even know about it, it came to my attention because I just noticed something that somebody said. And because Leah was winning, that's how people, a few people started to notice this. But you would also notice, especially those of you who are sports fans, notice how none of your favorite sports platforms have even mentioned this. And this might be the first time you ever heard the name Leah Thomas. Isn't that interesting to you? It's interesting to me. Leah Thomas could be finishing last. And the point that I just made still stands 100%. Leah does not belong in female sports because Leah is not a female. Leah is a man. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is Dre speaks up for the female athletes since nobody else is doing it, especially these people who I'm about to point out. Point number two. All of you woke females, all of you feminine men who believe that women should be the leaders while men follow behind them as emasculated men. This is something that I've talked about in episodes of the show. Let me point it out to you. In episode number 1863, I told you how we bring masculinity back. In episode number 1841, I talked about the emasculation of men. Any of you men or women who believe that the man should be in the supporting role to the female and the females are the leaders, here's my question for you. Where art thou? Where are you on this subject? Where do you stand? And given where you stand, why are you quiet? Why aren't you saying it out loud? Why are you not making as much noise about this as you made about every other woke subject that you were able to identify and point out over the last, let's say, three or four years? Why is everybody saying this part so quietly? Why is nobody saying it out loud? This is what I want to know. Because all of you have been awfully quiet on this one right here. I've heard many women feminist movement activists, whether that be a female or, again, a feminized, emasculated man who doesn't want to play his role as a leader, but wants to follow behind a woman. I've heard many of you make a lot of noise about women being treated equal, who have demonstrated that women deserve, and I don't mean demonstrated like you give them proof, but demonstrated like protested, that women deserve equal pay, even though the pie that women's sports produces is not nearly the same size as the pie that a men's sports produces. Again, this is just logical fact. That is not my opinion. You talk about women empowerment, protecting women, and all of this stuff, uh, we've heard all this stuff. Y'all use the internet. Now, I'm, this is not news to you. Now, you have a man infiltrating women's sports when you are allegedly an advocate for women. This is okay with you? You got a person who is a man for 21 years of life. Matthew now decides to be Leah and is kicking females' asses. You, the advocate for females, is quiet. How does that make sense? Now, I'm going to answer my own question here. I understand the umbrella over this whole topic, everything that I'm talking about here today. I told you all this when I talked about the anti-racism book. I told you all this when I talked about wokeness. I told you all this in all the episodes where I've talked about all these social issues and woke people and these people just putting out their talking points and their ideas about these subjects that often do not make sense and they don't stand up to any logical reasoning. They don't stand up to any questioning. I completely understand, answering my own question, that for a lot of these woke people, this is religion. This is not argument. It's not a philosophical debate. It's not a position that they have. It's a religion. And religion is not based on logical fact. Religion is based on belief. And when you believe something, it doesn't have to logically make sense. You will just keep believing it. And if someone offers a logical argument to your belief, 
you can just shout them down simply because belief is more rooted in emotion than it is rooted in logical thought. And emotions overpower logic every day of the week, twice on Sunday. So just answering my own question, I understand why these people are quiet, but we still got to put the question in their faces. And any of you who's on the fence on this one, not sure how to look at this, I'm just posing this stuff for you. You don't, Nobody has to agree with anything that I say here today. I'm just putting it out there for you to think about. So I'm asking, is this acceptable? Any of you who's an advocate for women, any of you who is a female playing a sport, any of you who has a female, any of you who has a daughter who plays a sport, how would you feel if a boy who at least he was a boy a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, and you knew about him because he was on the boys team. Now he's on the girls team and dominating your daughter in sports who took your daughter's starting spot on the basketball team, who replaced your daughter on the relay team. Because now this boy is a girl. How would you feel about that? What would you say about it? And would you say it out loud? These are just questions. You don't have to answer to me. I'm just asking. I thought the deal was for all of you women empowering people, woke people, advocates. I thought the deal was women deserve to have their own spaces the same way that males have their own spaces. The women deserve male free spaces that are for women only. The same way that men have their own spaces and women are not allowed in them. I thought there need to be places for men and places for women, specifically in the sports world. I thought that's what it was. But if I got it wrong, somebody let me know. Maybe I just misread the memo. Leah Thomas is a man playing a women's sport and taking opportunity out of the hands of the women who would have had that opportunity had Leah not been there because Leah doesn't belong there. There is no march. There's no march about this. There's been no protest about this. There's no hashtag about it. Nothing. Nobody saying anything. Now, to their credit, there are some swimmers on the UPenn swim team. And the last I read, I believe there are around 30 or 40 members on a swimming team in college. So the UPenn swim team has about 30 to 40 members. Some of the swimmers on that team are not happy about Leah Thomas's presence on the team, but they cannot say so out loud because they will be labeled transphobic. They will be shunned on their Ivy League campus, which is not a good place to be outside of the woke circle or so I've heard that a college campus, a progressive college campus is the one place where it's probably the hardest place to have any views that don't go along with the woke line of reasoning, because number one, you'll be canceled by your own peers, let alone by the administration. Secondly, you might end up getting run off the campus and run out of school. Third, one of the main reasons that people go to college, especially at an Ivy League school, a school like UPenn, is for the connections, is for the relationships, is for the networking. So if you get labeled a transphobe and you get ran off campus and shunned politically by everybody, well, what was the purpose of you even going to the school? And all that money that you spent or all the scholarship money you were granted, what's the purpose of it if you end up not even getting the relational credit from doing it? Well, you basically blew it all just by saying what I'm saying right here, what I've been saying for the last 25 minutes. Now, the difference with me is I don't go to school at UPenn and I don't need the relational credit from an Ivy League university or their campus. So I can say these things out loud that maybe some of those swimmers on the UPenn swim team cannot. So this group of 30 to 40 women on a UPenn swim team, they're the only people, the only people who I give a pass for not saying anything because they literally can see the guillotine hanging over their heads that all day, somebody got to just push a button and it gets dropped on them and their careers and their lives if they were to say the wrong thing about this Leah Thomas situation. But the rest of you who have already positioned yourself as a voice for the voiceless, 
people who speak up for those who can't speak for themselves, those who notice injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere. Where the fuck y'all at? What's your excuse? I thought this was your whole deal was that you found things that were injustices, that were imbalances and inequities, and you spoke on it until somebody did something about it. I thought this was what the whole movement for change was about, that we got to point out things that need to be changed and you tell everybody else what changes they got to make. Now, I've told you all that real change does not start with what somebody else needs to do. It starts with what you need to do. But these individuals' whole ideology is about pointing out what everybody else got to do. Okay, why don't you point out something in this situation? All right, let's play your game. Let's go. Let's use your equation. Why are you not pointing something out when it comes to this? Why is everybody quiet on this one? What about the male athletes? What about the male athletes who had plenty to say about social issues, about changing systems, about governmental things of which they know absolutely nothing? They had plenty to say about it, though. They have a right to. They want to use their platforms. Why are none of them using their platforms to speak up for, defend and advocate for their counterpart, female athletes? Why are none of them saying anything? Can somebody explain this to me? I don't understand it. I'm just trying to understand why the wokest of woke athletes aren't saying anything to defend female athletes. I mean, this is a sports issue. Why are they not saying nothing? I really want somebody to answer this question. Please text me or email me or both. And let me know, why is everybody so quiet on this subject? Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is Dre is speaking up for the female athletes who are not able to speak up for themselves. Those are the swimmers at UPenn. And because some of your alleged advocates all of a sudden got quiet when an issue that requires some actual balls comes to the table. And you find out what these people are really about when it really will cost them something to speak up. Point number three. This is why woke doesn't work. I told you in episode 18, 19 that I wasn't woke and I'm still not woke and I will not be woke. But this is why it doesn't work, because woke only has testicles, pardon the pun, when the topic to protest is accepted and green lighted by the powers that be in whatever space is being referred to. See, these woke people aren't saying anything right now because saying something about Leah slash Matthew Thomas on a UPenn swim team would probably get them labeled as a transphobe or you would be positioning yourself as being against the LGBTQ movement. And these people who claim to be activists are not real activists. You see, real activism, you speak up on anything that you see as wrong, regardless of who it goes against and regardless of where that truth may lead. But a fake activist, an activist of convenience, they only speak up on subjects that they know will be accepted and where they can't lose anything. And they know that everything they say is going to be co-signed and greenlit by their bosses and by the powers that be, the people that they need to please. So you're not a real activist if you have a boss. So you're not a real activist if you get you say the loud stuff about things that your bosses are okay with and you get quiet about the things your bosses don't want you to talk about. That is not activism. What we call that is PR. That's called public relations. You know what public relations is? Public relations is if I hired a PR person, they're only going to talk about things that make Dre look amazing and make me look like a superhero. And anything that could possibly make me look bad, they say nothing whatsoever. That's what these people are. These woke people are nothing but PR workers. That's what they are. They're PR flats. They're staff members. Real wokeness, real journalism even. And I told you why journalism is dead in episode 2016. And the reason why it's dead is because the very people who we used to trust, who would tell us the truth about whatever, regardless of what the truth was, regardless of who it was about, and regardless of where it led, they used to tell us the truth about anything. Didn't matter what it was and who it affected, because the truth is just the truth. It doesn't matter who likes it, who doesn't like it. It's not about opinion. It's about this is the truth. This is the situation. We don't have journalists anymore. Nowadays, we have PR people. 
Nowadays, we have cheerleaders. That's what these people are. They cheerlead for the subjects they like and they trash the subjects that they don't like, regardless of what the actual truth of the situation is, regardless of what the facts of the situation are. They cheerlead for what they like and they trash the stuff that they don't like based on their personal opinions. There's nothing wrong with having a personal opinion. I've shared a whole lot of them right here in today's episode. I do it every single day. But at the same time, I have never told you that I was a journalist who only reports the facts. Because if I did, then I'd be lying to you. I make it very clear who I am and what I'm offering here. They tell you one thing, but they give you something different. That's what I want you to understand. And if I got any of this wrong, again, hold me accountable. Let me know. Reach me directly. You don't have to say it about me. Say it to me. I'll tell you how to reach me and I will respond to you. Woke only has balls when the topic it's talking about is accepted by the powers that be. All right. There's no activism in that. There's no courage in that. They're not doing anything real. ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports, allegedly, at least that's what they used to call themselves. I don't know if they call themselves that anymore. When George Floyd died in the summer of 2020 and we it was later confirmed that he was killed by that police officer, at least in the court of law. George Floyd was killed, died, whatever you want to call it. 2020, ESPN did segments about George Floyd. ESPN interrupted their regularly scheduled programming to tell you or show you what their personalities, the people who worked for ESPN, had to say about George Floyd. They made big stories about this. They wrote articles about it. They did feature posts about this. They did videos about it. They created online content all around the subject of the death of George Floyd. George Floyd is not an athlete. George Floyd did not play in the NBA. He wasn't playing college basketball anywhere. George Floyd was some dude with a job out there in the streets doing whatever he was doing before he ended up being killed that day in May of 2020. All right, this is a fact. George Floyd was not an athlete. He had no connection to the sports world. But ESPN interrupted their program to talk about George Floyd. Is this true or not? I'm not saying whether it's right or wrong. I'm just asking, is it true? Yes, it is. Kyle Rittenhouse, young white kid in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He shot three white people, went to trial for murder, was found not guilty because his shootings, it was ruled in a court of law, were done in self-defense. We all know about this, right? You can look this up and read about it yourself. The three people that he shot were all white people. Kyle Rittenhouse is a white person. He shot three white people. He does not play a sport. It was either two or three people. I think it was three people he shot and either one or two of them died. But the whole point is, just in case I got that number three wrong, I think it was three, but it might have been two. Kyle Rittenhouse is white and everybody he shot was white. All right, those are facts. OK. And this was allegedly at a quote unquote Black Lives Matter protest. So ESPN tried to can they tried to twist and turn this story around. Oh, well, the reason why they were talking about it or anybody black wanted to talk about this is because the people who got shot were out marching for Black Lives Matter. Bullshit. No, they weren't. All right. These people were rabble rousers, the kind of people who show up at protests. And they start shit, burn shit down, break shit and make the protest look bad. And they're not even out there actually advocating for the actual point of the protest. Most of the protesters who are really out there protesting for a just cause are peaceful. It's the assholes who come into a protest and make it look bad. The guys who Kyle Rittenhouse shot, those, they were those kind of guys. And they weren't even from that town. They had come from out of town to start shit. They started shit with Kyle Rittenhouse, a dude with a gun. They got shot. Uh, so they got exactly what they deserved, in other words. But everybody involved in that situation, Kyle Rittenhouse, were all white people. ESPN, here's what happened after Kyle Rittenhouse, he went to trial. His verdict was announced. It was announced he was not guilty. Here's what ESPN did that day when he was found not guilty. They had a segment on their basketball show the day that Kyle Rittenhouse got found not guilty. And they had a bunch of basketball players talk about the effect 
of the Cal Rittenhouse verdict on black people in America. That's what they did. This literally happened. Look it up. It happened. It's on YouTube. Look up the video. Just look up ESPN Cal Rittenhouse NBA. And you'll see it was uh, Kendrick Perkins said a little bit of something. Richard Jefferson said a little bit of something. Sounded stupid. And they hosted the show. I forget who the host was. And it was a host was the black woman. It was three black people on the set. They opened the segment by saying, look, we're all black people in America. What is this outcome of the Cal Rittenhouse verdict? What does this say for us as black people in America? Pause. Before we even get to what they said, what the fuck does a white dude shooting three other white people had to do with black people in America? And what the fuck do we want to hear some basketball players talk about it for? Somebody tell me why. Who at ESPN made this decision? I'm waiting for somebody to answer that question. And again, my number is 305-384-6894. Somebody text me or email me. My email is dre at dreallday.com and give me answers. I need answers. I got questions. Why did ESPN put a segment in talking about this? Kyle Rittenhouse and the people he shot, none of them are athletes, ain't got nothing to do with sports, and they're not even black. Why are they having black people? And this is how they opened the segment. She said, the host of the show, a black female, I don't remember which one it was. She said, we are all black people. What does this mean? outcome say for us as black people in america the answer is it doesn't say a goddamn thing it was a white person shooting white people it's white on white crime if anything you should be happy <laughs> that's tongue-in-cheek but you get the you get the point that i'm making here why is espn even talking about that now espn claims this is their excuse that they came up with for why they started talking speaking on these topics that had nothing to do with sports is that well we got to talk about social issues you know because ESPN stands for Entertainment Sports Programming Network. So I guess the entertainment part means we got to speak on social issues and these things that our personalities know nothing about are unqualified to speak on, but we got to speak on them anyway. This is ESPN's reasoning. Okay, fine. If that's how you want to define what your company does, I have no right to tell you that you can't. All right. I don't work at ESPN. I don't pull strings at ESPN. If ESPN wants to talk about social issues, I suppose we can't stop them. Fine by me. Doesn't make any sense, but if they want to do it, fine. Now, here's my question. Leah Thomas is a swimmer. Swimming is a sport. She swims at the University of Pennsylvania. That's a Division I sport. Why is ESPN not talking about it? This is sports. They talked about George Floyd, not sports. They talked about Kyle Rittenhouse, not sports, but they ignore Leah Thomas. Any of you watch ESPN, notice nobody said anything about Leah Thomas. No segments, no female athletes talking about it. No black female athletes talking about it. Nobody, no swimmers, nobody's been on ESPN talking about how they feel about the Leah Thomas situation at the University of Pennsylvania. Guaranteed, they know about it, but nobody's saying anything. But they had something to say about things that had nothing to do with sports. But this is a sports network, right? Like I told you, a real activist speaks on anything that is not right in a situation, not just the things that are on the acceptable to speak about list. These folks that you are following and you call them activists, or you respect them, quote unquote, because they're activists, they are not actual activists. A real activist doesn't just say the stuff that you want to hear. An activist tells you stuff that you don't want to hear because they're taking action on anything that is imbalanced. Now, is it possible? Some of you might think, well, hey, maybe maybe the activists are only talking about the things that I disagree with. So that's the only reason I only hear the activists talk about stuff that I'm co-signing. Do you really believe that? Do you really believe everything that your favorite activists talk about are things that you also happen to believe? So everything that you don't like, those are the exact things that the activists talk about. An activist never brings up anything that might make you uncomfortable. Do you really believe that? I don't think so. A real activist 
Well, yeah, sometimes you'll be happy with the activists because they're saying something that you agree with. Like, yeah, it's about time somebody spoke up on that. But a real activist also is going to say some stuff you don't agree with. Some things that disturb you, some things that make you think in ways that you otherwise wouldn't be thinking. So do we have any activists out here? On this subject, I don't see many. All the woke people who marched in the streets in the summer of 2020 about injustice and inequities, all the woke people, especially females, who put on pussy hats to demonstrate against Donald Trump in 2016 for female empowerment, female empowerment, all the U.S. women's national team who made noise about getting equal pay after they won the World Cup when the women's World Cup, women's soccer does not produce anywhere near the amount of money that men's soccer does. These women, the women on the women's national soccer team, why are they quiet? Where are they at? Now, I understand some of them are LGBTQ, but does that mean you're going to sit there and let a man just come play in your sport, kick your ass and say nothing because you're on the same team, quote unquote? Is that how it goes? Is that activism? I don't think so. These are the activists that y'all support. These are the people that y'all co-signing. We got a female vice president, Kamala Harris. Where's Kamala on this? Kamala, you okay with a man coming into a woman's sport, kicking a women's asses, and this is acceptable? Because see, here's the thing. Here's how I know that all of these people are full of shit. Because if they actually agreed with Leah Thomas doing what Leah Thomas is doing, you know what they would do? They would make a whole lot of noise celebrating Leah Thomas. But see, nobody's saying anything. They're not co-signing her and they're also not trashing her. Everybody's just acting like they don't see it. Because see, if they agree with it, they just come out and say, you know what? We agree with this. To give you an example, I didn't agree with the NBA players in the summer of 2020 when they came back from the, the little break after the COVID outbreak. They came back and they all took a knee during the national anthem and ESPN televised them taking a knee like this was some historic moment, right? I didn't agree with them taking that knee, but ESPN agreed with it. We know they agree with it because they went out of their way to put it in their programming and show it to you. They went out of their way to display to you, look, look at what these athletes are doing to use their platforms and use their voices. All right, they made sure you knew that this is what they were doing. They went and did stories on the background conversations that were happening between the players in the NBA on whether or not they were even going to keep playing or not, or should they just spend the summer protesting in the streets because they need to use their presence and use their voices to bring attention to the injustices happening in America. ESPN made sure that you knew that they knew it was happening. All right, this is 100% fact. That's not an opinion. That's a fact. They know what's going on with Leah Thomas, but they are acting like they know nothing. They're not celebrating it. They're not trashing it. They're not having segments talking about it. They are just moving on as if it's not happening at all. That should be telling you something. The dog is not barking. That's what we call this. Kamala Harris, quiet. AOC, quiet. Stacey Abrams, quiet. Michelle Obama, quiet. Oprah Winfrey, quiet. All the men posting about protect women, hashtag protect women. Where are y'all at? Me, a non-woke man, a non-anti-racist man. I'm speaking on it. Isn't that interesting? All of you who applaud wokeness, here's my directive to you who have listened to everything that I said here today. All of you who applaud wokeness and activists or these people who claim to be activists and not real activists, I already told you about that. These people who claim to be women's advocates and women's rights advocates and they're speaking up for women and defend women and no equal this and equal that and injustice this for women and no the gender, whatever you want to call these things. All of you, here's what I suggest that you do. Okay, and you don't even have to tell me the result of this. But here's what I'm going to suggest you do. Look at your leaders and you do whatever you want from that point forward. Just look at them. I just want you to take a look. I'm pointing them out to you. I just want you to take a look and ask yourself the questions that I'm asking you here today. Let's recap today's class, which is 
Dre, me, speaks up for the female athletes since nobody else claims, nobody else appears rather to want to do it. Disappointed I even need to be doing this because I'm not even woke. But there's a lot of woke motherfuckers is very quiet right now. And they're sitting there watching this happen. There's a swimmer. Again, that name is Leah, L-I-A Thomas, who used to be Matthew. Leah decided to I mean Matthew decided to become Leah just in the last year. Went from the men's swim team to the women's swim team is kicking all the women's asses and nobody's saying anything. And y'all, many of you had no idea this was even taking place. So I brought it up here today. That should be telling you a lot. Being that any other story of anything else is happening, especially an injustice, it gets to you really quickly, doesn't it? But how do you not know about this one? Point number one, to be clear where I stand, if you are born with a penis, you can only play male sports. If you want to cross dress and live as a woman out in your day to day life and whatever you do in the bedroom, I'm fine with that. But as far as sports goes, if you are born with a penis, you play boys slash male sports. And if you're born with a vagina, you play girls slash female sports until or unless we create transgender sports, another lane for transgender, then those are the lanes that you're stuck with. And that's it. And let me make sure there is nothing unclear about that as far as where I stand. Point number two, all you woke women, all you feminine men who want to stand behind women, where are you now? You've been awfully quiet on this subject. Women empowerment. Now a man is infiltrating women's sports and y'all are quiet on this, which I'm assuming that means you're, you're accepting it. I thought the deal was that women need their own spaces, male free spaces. Nobody's saying anything. No march, no protest, no hashtag. To their credit, some UPenn female swimmers have spoken on the condition of anonymity that they do not like what's going on, but they can't say anything because they, again, that guillotine is going to get dropped and they will get labeled transphobic, ran off their college campus, and they're basically their career destroyed before it even starts. So they can't say anything, but it's only about 30 or 40 of them. What about the rest of you woke mofos who made so much noise about everything else? You quiet on this one. Point number three. This is why woke doesn't work. Woke only has balls when the topic to protest is accepted and greenlighted by the powers that be. ESPN did segments on George Floyd. He's not an athlete. Kyle Rittenhouse, not an athlete who shot a white guy who shot white people. They brought black people on to talk about it. Why is ESPN talking about that? We have no idea. Here's a sports issue. They're saying nothing. Real activists speak on anything that they see as unjust, not just the things that are acceptable and things that will be accepted by the powers that be or by the masses. That's how you know these people are not activists. An activist is going to say some things that you agree with. They're also going to say some things you disagree with. They're going to say some things that you applaud. They're going to say some things that annoy you. That's what a real activist does. Anyone who you're following that you believe is an activist and every single thing they say, you're clapping for it. That should be telling you something. That is not real activism because no way any two people have exact same opinion on every single fucking topic. It does not happen that way, especially with masses of people. That should be telling you all a lot about either the way that they're thinking or, let's be honest, the way that you're thinking. So where are all these women's advocates right now? The ones who wore pussy hats to demonstrate against Donald Trump, his grab him in a pussy comment in 2016. Where are all that now? Y'all not marching for female empowerment when there's a man playing a woman's sport, kicking all the women's asses, taking roles and medals away from the women? None of y'all saying anything? Why is everybody quiet on this? Where's Kamala Harris? Where's AOC? Stacey Abrams? Michelle Obama? Oprah? Where y'all at? Where are these people? I'm a non-woke person, decidedly non-woke, and I'm the one speaking on it. That should be telling all of you something. Any of you who is a follower or supporter of any of these woke, fake activist motherfuckers, that should be telling you a lot about the people that you're following. Take a look at your leaders. All that said, send me a text. Get my daily motivation text every single day straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And you ready to take things to the next level when it comes to your business, finding your voice, speaking up. If you want to be an activist, whatever it is you want to do, 
making sure that you are actually putting your word out there in a way that's authentic so people know that it's the real you and they know they're not getting any bullshit when you speak up, then join me at workonyourgameuniversity.com. I got different options of ways we can get started one-on-one group, whole lot of other things. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.